0: Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. And this week we are wrapping up our season four coverage of Highlander the series from 1995 to 1996. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. I'm amped up.
1: Shut up. Huh? Huh? Go! (laughs) This is Kyle. (laughs)
2: This is David oh. right. oh, oh, So, yes, sir.
1: So we took a lot of coke before this. I right. did not, uh, but we've got a uh, special and very unique episode that will unfold in real time for you here today, you know, recapping some thoughts about season four and the show in general up to this point. that's right, that's
2: correct
0: new scoring, new data is on the books,
2: nude scoring, <laughs> yeah, this is
1: actually all this is going to be the money ball of Highlander episodes. Right. We're juking the stats, that's we right.
2: have Brad Pitt in the studio mm-hmm. to talk to us. About his role in Moneyball, <laughs> that will be the remainder of this episode. How it's old a major is that movie? <laughs> four it's or like five years? Three or, Yeah, four or five years old. We're oh, talking about so it now.
1: old, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're talking as we talk about a show that's
0: twenty-five years old.
2: That's a good point. Yeah, it all makes sense. As
0: usual, as is tradition, let's kick off the episode with a little trip down memory lane to the Highlander catalog. Once Ooh, again, we're reading
1: from my favorite lane,
0: the tenth anniversary commemorative Highlander catalog. From 1997. The way this game goes is I'm going to read a description of a product, a ridiculous product from the Highlander Catalog. And Eamon and Kyle are going to try to guess how much this cost in
1: 1997 money. Oh, Oh, we didn't even talk about that when we talked about that chess set a few weeks ago. Oh! Hold on. We didn't adjust that shit for inflation. Hold on. Yeah, before we
0: go, so... Kyle, can you they remind the listeners what the was happening? Chest. So there was the a chess
1: set with a couple of pewter pieces, only 3 of which were No, they were
0: 24-karat gold yeah.
1: plated pewter, pewter pieces. pieces, yeah. And anyway, I think the price was 599 mm-hmm. in the end for this chess set, this yep. unique chess set. Or 5 payments of $119
0: <laughs> or
1: some shit. So we're trying to figure out what that would be adjusted for inflation.
2: Adjusted for inflation. All
1: right,
0: here we go guys. Inflace your face. 599 right? I'll Correct.
2: I'll
1: $600. $600.
0: That's easy. Is that okay for everybody? No, we'll accept, I, it. I, I we'll accept
2: your
1: methodology. <laughs> Serious <laughs> re- reservations. All right, well,
0: yeah. bonus game. How much do you think that chess set cost would... would how, much, <laughs> how much do you think that would cost in 2018 money, which is what this adjusts for?
1: $846. <laughs> $846. <Cool.
2: Amen>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aiden wins $938.
2: Holy shit. Shit. Why would you buy
1: a toy for that much? (laughs) A chess set for that. It's a cherished game throughout history. I know. It's insane. That is nuts. That would be the most expensive piece of furniture in my home.
2: (laughs) I just want to reiterate my plea. If you bought this and you're listening, please reach out to us. And
0: send us this $1,000 piece of gaming.
1: What if the
2: the FedEx guy threw that against your door? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Do you know what's in there? A goddamn novelty jet set. (laughs) That costs like... More than My all of car. your packages. <laughs> that was a mortgage payment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Oh, no, I'm, no offense to anybody out there who did buy this, but like you're, you're right. That is idiot. a mortgage payment. Like You spent that much money?
2: You trashed your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we let's got see what new, new
0: information week. we have. All right. That so 1997, topic. the heading on this page of the catalog, page 56 of the catalog. Whoa. There are more than 56 pages in here. Dream is the wearing of the tartan. The authentic McLeod plaid for the true at heart. Honor ancient ways in exquisitely designed, updated classics. So that's Ooh. the heading for the whole page. So everything's tartan-themed here. Hmm. But today I'm going to be reading item 316, the McLeod plaid vest.
2: John, <laughs> 316.
1: <laughs> what about Austin 316?
2: Austin 316. Right. Stone Cold.
1: For Stone Cold so love the world mm-hmm. that he sent his only forgotten stunner. <laughs>
2: And he crushed some beer cans and drank out of them.
0: (laughs) Make a statement when you put on your Clan McLeod plaid vest, full button front with pockets. Wear this over your favorite Highlander t-shirt with a pair of jeans or add this vest to your suit or tux
1: for that special Highlander occasion. Uh, it should be noted right now that the way you were holding this page, there's like an awkward photo of Connor McCloud peeking out. It's like the page behind where you are. Oh. And it's like a really creepy photo, I think from Highlander 2. He, he looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: this when he was in the dumpster?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. He's got like a bad guy sword. on. Of. Oh, he's
0: got that long hair. Anyway, pin on the 100% sterling silver sword pin sold at the right. That's sold separately Ooh. for the elegant finishing touch. Small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large. Order now for early 1997 delivery. How much is this goddamn vest? Ooh. It is just a plaid vest. There is no mention of Highlander. It's just, I guess, the McLeod
1: colors. <laughs> oh, that's some, that's some tartan. Sure is some tartan. And it is
0: a plaid vest. I mean,
1: given mm. how much the hat was, I'm going to guess this is 59.99. All right,
2: Mm, Eamon. $60 value. I'm going to guess $40. $40. This
0: vest is, in fact, $75. What the F? Nailed it.
2: $75 for a vest? It's not even a full shirt. Simply the vest.
1: (laughs) Better than all the
2: rest. So there we
0: go. You could wear that with your uh, golfing, your pro golfing linen Linen hat. hat.
2: With flaps or whatever it was. Air vents. Air vents and
1: uh, sure-fit, all-fit
0: technology, whatever it was.
2: Snurf-fitted. Snurf-fitted. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, i I didn't buy that.
2: Sure. Believe it. I guess we're going to take a walk through Highlander season four. Why not? And to be our guide, I've created an extra long uh, (laughs) version of reverse watcher tube. Well, I'll read you guys a YouTube comment about a Highlander episode, and then I'll give you three choices on what the episode is. And then we can talk about the episode. That sounds perhaps. like a
1: good idea. Ooh, there should be. Yeah. Can we guess before you give us the three and then have another round of guessing after the three?
2: Sure. Oh, all I right. Think that makes
1: sense. All right. So, and one first, guess. Yes, yeah.
2: one, gla- one, one glass is what I was about to say. Yeah. One guess each. All right. So, here will be the first comment.
1: The only comment we're going to get, right? That's right. correct. So, the first and only.
2: If soldiers. Go into combat with guns and ammo that were not tested and adjusted for aim at the firing range. They deserve to die.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, Brothers in Arms. Yes, that's
1: correct. Fuck, yeah.
2: Keith got it. So let's talk about Brothers in Arms.
1: With uh, our boy Cord. Cord, Cord, written
2: by Mario Ravinsky. Brothers in Arms was one of my favorite episodes of this season. I think it had a good plot, and I think the, the villain was great.
1: That's episode two.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, it started off strong, and actually, we were all clustered around a 3.5. We gave uh, I think, Keith, you gave it a 4, I gave it a 3.5. Eamon, you actually came in with a lowest score
2: of a 3. Hmm. Interesting. I think I would revise that. Would you? <laughs> what retrospect? would you revise it to? I think a 3.5. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which would bump the our average score up a little bit. But, you know, I think this is a really fun episode up until the moment where Charlie dies. Like, cord is so out of control that, and like... And a
0: fun episode up until Joe blow gets his legs blown off. That has a happy ending. But what? I don't know if I'd ever describe this as a fun episode.
1: You <laughs> the paintball me that, range is fun. Okay, you telling me that seeing cord in action isn't fun? Yeah.
2: Outstanding! That's
1: right. Yeah, that is outstanding. That's fun. Yeah, that yeah. Is fun. all right. There are no, fun this element. is a great episode. This is a great episode. There are fun elements to it. Also, when he's trying to seduce Charlie's boo, whose oh, name I yeah. forget. Boo-loving. <laughs> there's some fun episodes. This there's is good. some fun aspects to this one. You are right. There are some heavy things. And no, there's this some, some amazing flashbacks with a uh, young Ian and young Joe. Mm-hmm. And, and some... this was directed by what's his name, uh
0: the guy who did Courage and oh fuck. I guess through a glass dark, maybe through a glass darkly, or no? Shit. He did Courage though. He's a real, real character. He only did four episodes, but this is one of them.
2: But he made it really look like, uh... like Vietnam. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good for a TV show.
1: Good quality stuff. My only wish is that Charlie got a better send-off, but, you know, we deal with what we deal with. Yep. We do what we do. Hey, this is the first time in this season that Mac and Joe have a falling out, and then they have another falling out at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. So it's like, make up your mind. (laughs) Make up your mind. Well, they won't, they. Real Ross and Rachel.
2: (laughs) Real Ross and Rachel. Or
1: a
0: real uh, Ted Danson uh, shit.
2: A real that Ted shit. God
0: damn it. <laughs> See The Good Place? Anybody watch that? No. no. I hear Ted Danson's good in that, though. Everybody's good in it. It's great. I love it. Becker. Yeah, that's right. Becker. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Real Becker situation. Brothers in Arms. Brothers, Brothers in arms, arms. arms. That's right.
2: Our next clue for another episode from Highlander Season 4. <laughs> and this is from Samuel X. Literotica left two months ago.
1: Oh, <laughs> So recently, nice.
2: the immortal Duncan McLeod is a dashing, handsome hero. Haven't seen the like since David Boreanaz as the vampire angel.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Uh, the Blitz? Not
2: The Blitz, uh, but a good guess.
0: Reluctant Heroes?
2: It's not Reluctant Heroes. All right. All right. But no. now I'll give you the, the choices. Methuselah's Gift, The Innocent, or Reunion? Reunion. No.
1: Damn it. Methuselah's Gift? Yes. Hey! Nice. All right. I was like, where does Ma- Mac looking handsome? I don't know. All the time, maybe? Yeah, that's true. Let's all crank one out to Mac and that lit erotica, and then we can figure it out from there.
0: Splurk. We all gave this a 4.0, guys. Cross the board, baby. This is a good episode. One of the highest rating rated episodes this season. Actually, it's tied for highest rated, I think.
2: It's just a solid episode all around. Awesome action set pieces.
1: Great acting. I mean, Mitha, Peter Wigfield crushes it in this episode.
2: Tube. <laughs> Breathing through a tube. Mentos. You got that cool Hennessy uh, stunt right. at the beginning. That's right. Almost all the players are in effect, except for Richie and Joe, yeah. I
1: guess. so a lot of players missing. But <laughs> 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 is Amanda in more of season than Richie is? Maybe. It feels like it. Yeah, it does feel
0: She's like She's not it. the credits. Hmm. Weird. Weird indeed. No, but, but This Is Gift is a great episode, and it's cool because
1: it adds some like uh, mythology to the shtick. Yeah. You get some Rebecca flashbacks. Some Amanda mythology. It's Mm. worth seeing all around. In some ways, I'm actually happy that that
0: stone falls in the fucking river. Yeah. Like, interesting idea. Do I want it in the show? Not really.
1: So like, dump it. Like, (laughs) I wish they hadn't shown it like form into that orb. I hate that. The paperweight. Yeah, that's not great. But hey, you know, this is still essential viewing. It's a lot of fun.
0: It looks like the goddamn uh, the Hope Diamond or whatever from fucking Muppets (laughs) Muppets and Man the Great Great Muppet 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 (laughs) Caper. Great Muppet, Cape.
1: Charles Grodin. Do you remember what the he- first headline that they write in that is? Because they're supposed to be newsmen? No. Twins join newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, there's, like, been a whole robbery heist behind them. And then the, also the conceit is that Fozzie and Kermit are supposed to be twins. twins. I love them Muppets wow. so much. It's so good.
2: Burp, 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 burp. Methuselah's gift. Methuselah. Are you ready for our next episode of season four? Yes, so. sir. Damn, and ugly with those faces. Oh, boy. I don't like the women in this show. <gasps> Write them off, LOL. What?
0: What? <laughs> wow. Fuck this person. Double nope. eagle?
2: Not double eagle. Uh, That's guess. The colonel? Not the colonel. Oh, no,
0: wait. Anne,
1: shit. Oh, yeah. wait. Is Ann in the colonel? I don't think so. Did you say Amanda or Anne?
2: Anne.
1: Fuck. Okay. I was just <laughs> yeah, we both wrong.
2: fucked Anne up. Manda. <laughs> so now I'll read you the choices. Is it Through a Gas Darkly, Leader of the Pack, or The Blitz?
1: The Blitz. Yes. Damn it. It just wasn't coming to me.
2: And now I want to read this bonus comment. Oh, <laughs> Yes, please. Oh, and that was written by Keith Tobias. Is that an alter ego for you, Keith? It is. I hate <laughs> <That> women online, <laughs> yeah. secretly. Weak episode. Very weak. Mostly because of very forced, unconvincing emotional part, besides of extreme stupidity, of the whole plot with Anne. Come on, who sensible goes into or let somebody went into (laughs) the undangered area after explosion and pregnant? Two people alone? No, any professional rescue troops here? She endangering herself totally senseless, not rescuing no one in 10 result. And them so easily finding her? (laughs) Give me a break. Maybe reason is Duncan and Anne's relationship was always forced and inconvincing from the start. Baby or not.
0: You know, as nonsensical as that was, I
1: think I agree with it a hundred percent. That, <laughs> that kinda of sounds like if somebody like you know wrote their if, thoughts
2: into a boggle and it shook it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, uh if somebody who was like suffering through a gas leak wrote, <laughs> wrote yeah. it like in the blitz wrote it, translated yeah. it into Russian and then translated it back
2: again. So the blitz is it
1: the to, blitz is... I mean we
2: we love Maury Ravinsky. But... Sure we
1: do. Eamon, you were the staunchest defender of this episode with a mighty two.
2: <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Even did, more. Did I have gas damage when I rated every episode of Highlander? Gas damage? Oh
1: boy. Gas damage, yeah. No, it's a real Xavier technique.
0: I will say, I did talk to Maury, and he's like, I, I don't like this episode either. He's like, I was." <laughs> I think he said, I was forced to write the script.
2: Oh, at gunpoint? Yes. <laughs> or was he trapped in a, a tunnel? And he was they trapped wouldn't in a tunnel, out.
0: yeah. And they're like, we'll let you out when you have an episode. <laughs> yep. And then he had a baby, and it was this
1: episode. Yeah, this episode.
2: Ugh. And to everyone in the town, with the British and do do do,
1: the Australian American, yeah,
2: the plucky reporter.
1: This is still England. This episode is still a conquer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Richie tries to help, kind of. And there's that fire
0: chief that doesn't
1: doesn't do his job. Fire yeah. chief yeah. Yeah. just lets everyone go into danger. That's actually the. Uh, the next Bad Lieutenant movie, it's called Bad Fire Chief. <laughs> and does anyone remember Five the name of the Hurtsog. woman
0: with the crazy hair uh, that helped? Catherine. Ka- or... was it was a
1: Carol. Carol.
2: She looks Carol. like a Carol. Toyota Carola. <laughs>
1: That's right. This one's This is a big skip. It' a big fat nope.
2: Oh yeah. Skip it good. Just probably. know
1: that Anne gets the fucking house for some reason. Anne gets Move the it house. Down.
2: Anne gets the house. Next clue. She's
1: gonna have to pay a lot of taxes on that gift. Oh yeah. Maybe. Maybe Max taking care of it.
2: Yeah, he's a lot of money.
1: She's a doctor. She's Mac a <laughs> <laughs> MacTastic.
2: Don't let Big Pharma get their greedy little paws on that water. They always destroy what they can't own. Deli- or just ha- made it illegal. Kyle deliverance? said deliverance. That's correct.
1: You didn't want to get Big Pharma get their hand on that magic
2: goo that you. He- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was written by Wolf Roy, 47, one year ago.
1: <laughs> Wolf Roy. How many Wolf Roys are there?
2: <laughs> I don't know. 47, I imagine.
1: Probably. Isn't that the robot all right,
2: and Yeah, Wolf. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Oh,
0: well, I li- I remember liking this episode more than you guys did, I think. I gave it a four. You guys fucking gave it
1: a 3.0 and a 3.5. Well, let's see. Evil Mac threatening to, like, with his, like, fucking cuckold fantasy <laughs> for for the boat captain. The magic sludge that he climbs in to solve all of his problems. The absence of Richie. Yeah, I think... The I'd... absence of Richie. <laughs> <The> absence <laughs> yeah, of that's Richie. the problem with this episode. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: it is a problem with this episode, Mister Four. <laughs> yeah. I licked all the mythic shit in this.
2: I licked all the mythic shit. Yeah, that's
1: it. He's a real liquor <laughs> of mythic shit. That's right.
2: A licker of mythic. I didn't like the like Deus Ex Machina pool ending. I did like I the Duncan a- v Duncan, Don of Duncan yeah. fight.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Donkey, donkey. This is. I mean, this is essential viewing. Sure. I think it's, Absolutely. It's got problems. In my view. And they tease
0: on that hot relationship with his cousin
1: at the end. Boing. That's right. (laughs) Weird. Weird stuff all around there. Love it.
2: Next clue. I think if Immortals existed, it'd be awesome to have one for a friend. Get to listen to history from someone that was there instead of some idiot professor that thinks they know what happened because they read it in a book. Leader of the pack. No.
1: Damn. Oh.
2: Kyle, any guesses? That was a
1: good guess. Um, Wrath of Kali?
2: Ooh, that's a good guess. But no. And that actually... uh, might make the clues a little easier. So, is it either The Wrath of Kali, which it isn't, <laughs> Nope. Timeless, or The Colonel?
0: Timeless. No. Colonel. Yes. Kyle. Also, I'd like to point something out about this comment. Yes, that sir. they're like, if Immortals existed, I'd like to be one of their friends. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I would want
1: to be one, you fucking idiot. <laughs> such low ambition. <laughs>
2: that was less, uh, left by Michelle Lukoji five years ago. Well...
1: Well, fuck you. Five Wonder years how she feels ago. about it now. And now she's five years older, so she probably feels it even more.
2: Well, we have her on the line, Mikhaila, Are you there?
1: Yeah, uh, it's me. How are you? I'm Thank doing you well, so Mikhaila.
2: Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Do you do you still feel the same as your comment left five years ago?
1: Uh, a lot's happened in five years that's made me really reconsider uh, having friends in general. Hmm. I think they'll just betray you no matter what. So I would probably rather be an immortal now. Yikes.
0: <laughs> Yikes. All right, I'm Mikhail. uh
1: recently divorced. Uh, he's with my best friend. Ugh. Still to this day. Ugh. I'm yeah. also concerned he's been poisoning me. So uh Jeez. immortality seems pretty good right now.
2: Yeah, I bet. Really yeah, regretting Mikhail. my
1: decisions not to be an immortal in that comment.
2: Oh boy. That's a, that sounds terrible, michaela Um <laughs> I regret uh, bringing you into this call, Mikhaila. You, yeah. You're you're bumming us all out. Totally. Kyle is crying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not my best bit,
2: but you know, <laughs> here we
0: are. Thanks for having me on.
2: You stunned Kyle to silence. That's
1: true. Out it's, of this bit,
2: it's really true. I'm just Kyle. I've you're never right.
1: Been so upset. I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Cry. I'm sorry, Kyle. To see what you did, Mikaila, get out of here. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. So
0: let's talk about the Colonel. That was the Colonel, right? Yes, it was huh, the Colonel. This is one of our lowest-rated episodes this season. Because uh, it's one of the dumbest. <laughs> it's like the dumbest shit ever.
2: <laughs> it has a collective score up? of or one
0: point no? seven. Wow. Kyle and I
1: gave it a one point five. Eamon, you gave it a two. <laughs> I mean, I do agree that his obsession with spiders is funny. Is it's that amazing. why? Is
2: that why he got it? I think that's its only saving grace. Another episode of Highlander.
0: It's as silly and stupid as Leader of the Pack. Without any of the art, <laughs> it's not art, fun- Yeah, the <laughs> art of <laughs> Leader of a, the Pack. But funny. like Leader of the Pack was ridiculous.
1: It was somehow funny. It was stitched together better than this was. I laughed really hard and enjoyed Leader of the Pack. This one, I was just like. So I was too busy scratching my head and yelling. I don't know. The guy who plays Kill Eaters is just not convincing enough. Spiders are good. Yeah, we can, we can all agree. Spiders are great. They're S- good for these. <laughs> <laughs> I did 70 years. You'll do 70 years. Ugh. You'll do. Did that cool. F-
0: oh, and that, that also had that crazy quickening. Oh, yeah. Where he like, does military poses. Yeah, that was weird. This, yeah, was is, this is a season. That's actually a theme of this season. Like Weird quick Weird quickenings, yeah. right?
2: Like, where he's, uh, like, on a flat surface. Yeah, when he's asleep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and where he's throwing collie poses. Yeah, that one's weird, too. Ugh. All right, anything else to say about this turd? Skip it. Yeah. What the Amanda
2: look-alike? Skip it good. Oh, and the Amanda... Well, that part was pretty cool. Yeah. She was hot.
1: That's right. Not when she started looking like Amanda, she wasn't. Nope. Yeah, very creepy.
2: Oversized wig. <laughs> Intelligent cube. This is one of those situations where Darius are either. Even brother Paul was needed. Too bad they were both dead by this point.
1: Something wicked.
2: No, but good guess.
0: One minute to midnight.
2: No. Ugh. Here are the choices: Reunion, Judgment Day, or The Innocent. Judgment Day. No.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I'm trying to remember which one Reunion is. Uh...
2: Reunion's the one with. Kenny. Don't give him clues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go with Reunion.
2: No. no.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was like, is he giving me a clue, or is this a misdirect? No points for that one, but so it was, was the, innocent. the Innocent. All right, let's talk about that one.
2: So that was the one with Pruitt Taylor Vince. Trains. This is one of my oh, favorite yeah. episodes okay. of this season. Sorry,
1: that took a second. <laughs> that makes The comment makes sense now. Yeah. I was struggling. It's a Ritchie-centric episode, too, which is
0: nice. And uh, it features a broken social system where this uh, person is not given the care
1: he needs or deserves. Also
2: a soundtrack by Broken Social Seed.
1: (laughs) It all becomes a train-based system. But this is some of the best performances and like one of the most interesting and mind-bending concepts that they introduce. It's probably the only Highlander episode that ever made me cry.
2: Yeah, it's an intense ending. Yeah. I seem to be dragging the rating down. (laughs) It's essential viewing, for sure.
1: I gave this shit a five. Look at that. Wow. I stand by my 4.5. But I think Five is very defensible.
2: This is one of the most must-watch episodes.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: It does something with the concept of immortals that is really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's curious. I'd be interested, when we go back through all these seasons, we should see what the first couple episodes are, because I think it's telling what people were thinking of. Like The first three episodes of the season are Homeland, Brothers in Arms, and The Innocent. Like I feel like those are things that were stewing or something like those are this like followed by then leader of the pack and i feel like if you put all those episodes together it's like leader of the pack is a goofy like what if an immortal had a pack of dogs that he fought with like that is not something that was like this show should explore that the first episode deals with like where does duncan come from where does joe come from and then the innocent is like a whole different take on what if immortality affected a person this way Or who's like this? Like, these are clearly things that are, like, thought of over the summer and the spring. That, like, this
1: show should do this,
0: I think. I don't know. Yeah, It's kind of
1: telling. You're telling me that someone just as a bit part wrote, this bitch is in heat, (laughs) and wasn't stewing about it all summer? Stewie. David and Romans is like, I I
0: tried to get that line in every
1: (laughs) every episode. (laughs) Finally, finally
0: it it applies.
2: I've said this before on other posts I do. Find the New Age and Illuminati themes in this program really disturbing. Whoa. I also feel like a hypocrite for watching it. This opposes everything I believe in the Bible. I have a love-hate relationship with this program. I genuinely believe in Jesus Christ for my salvation. The occult and supernatural should not be dabbled with.
0: <laughs> wow. uh, I'm gonna guess it's something wicked. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! This show goes against everything, everything I believe in the, in the Bible? Bible because of the Illuminati. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what see, does the Illuminati have to do with this episode? See,
1: Dude, th- you don't get it, man. <laughs> I just think it was gonna be like Judgment Day or something because it like involves like, like a the secret Watchers, society. Yeah.
2: That makes sense. This that's is insane. Yeah. Good,
1: good pull on that. Also, like the I, night once night, I mean, that's yeah. like Harry
0: Potter shit. Look, like, this goes against the. It's a fucking made up it's story. Said, Ten
2: stores, but the devil finding its way into J.K. Rowling's pen.
1: <laughs> well, now that Dumbledore's gay, it's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore. Uh, so let's talk about something wicked. This is the first half of the Dark Quickening duo, mm-hmm. you know, and is also the transition point that gets them into back into Paris, which I liked a lot more than its finale. Oh. Frankly, I think this is stronger and less rapey different strokes for different folks oh man wouldn't it been crazy
0: if some... oh man <laughs> i'm in a place right now so wouldn't it be crazy if well we we talked about wouldn't something wicked have been great over a season-long arc yes it would have been it would have been great but like you could have you could replace jacob in the finale with mac mac up mac up
2: <laughs> yeah oh and they're like he's been killing watchers because of the dark quickening yep
1: Oh, I like that.
2: That would have been cool.
1: That would have been cool. Like, Mm. maybe Mac... But I still like his wife being the killer, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a season arc, Mac makes more sense. Dark Mac makes a lot of sense over a season. Yeah, like, if Joe is, like, mobilizing Watchers, so, like, maybe try to stop him, and Mac realizes this is happening, so he's like, oh, I'll just go on the offensive. I know what these people are like. Or
0: splitting up, like, the Watchers divide into factions of,
1: like, Joe leads
0: quote-unquote good watchers that still have their mission and maybe want to save Mac. And then there's Jack's watchers who are like, hey, we got to stop this guy. We have to stop him. Yeah. Although I feel like the, not to jump ahead, well, we just talked about it last week, to talk about the Judgment Day episode, like I feel like that could be a season-long arc, too. It's like the watchers falling apart and watchers getting picked off left and right and this sort of thing. It's like that could be totally woven into a bigger storyline.
1: Yeah, for sure. Where you still have like Immortals
0: of the Week, but there's another plot afoot.
1: Yeah. Cool.
2: We all gave it four stars.
1: That's right. I think it's appropriate. I think there's a lot of good shit in that episode. And Mac's performance as Evil Mac is great. I love
2: it. And it has a good quickening. Hey, it turns me on. Huh? 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 What What was
1: that? Like Evil Ernest. That's right. Sexy Evil evil Ernest.
2: You are wrong. Duncan, along with that lost religion, (gasps) Jesus Christ, the Messiah (laughs) in the flesh, was the one and only perfect man to exist. All religions stem from one place. Remember that, heart.
1: Wrath of Kali? Yes. Nice. That was from India.
2: David Stevens. Can
1: people not deal with make believe things?
2: I don't know. This is it.
1: No, that's show. not him not dealing with make believe things. That's him not dealing with the existence of other religions. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so that guy can suck a dick. <laughs> suck a dick. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about it. This is a real highlight of the season for me. This is. You know, it's certainly by no means a perfect episode, but it has, like, in my mind, it's almost like the archetypal Highlander episode. Because it's got interesting flashbacks to interesting places and times. It's got conflicts between, like, cultures and values. And at least up to an extent, it's got an understandable motivation for villains. Yeah. Know? The show is always at its best when understandable people are on a collision course. And this has that in spades. It's got great moral questions. Yeah. I give this a four point five. It would be a five
0: if fucking Kamir didn't go Doesn't off go the off deep, deep end, end. Yeah. at the end. If it was just more reasonable at the end, they it would be this would be amazing. And the costumes are great. They they somehow Steve Gagan makes it look like India, which is bananas.
1: Yeah, like this show has we mentioned this constantly, but this is one of the worst offenders of just making characters too evil. The real strength, the thing that makes moral questions worth exploring. ...are the gray areas, and they constantly feel the need to run away from them and make them more clear-cut. Even despite that, this episode crushes it. Mm. Eamon, you gave it a low score.
0: So that tiger?
2: Wow. Yeah, 3.5. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I, I do really <laughs> like you this can, episode. You couldn't have it okay. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, Kamir just not being cut and dry, a bad guy. Or, like, they always make them too evil. Some of the flashbacks were weird. I don't know.
0: Oh, this had all that slow motiony y uh, Yeah stuff yeah like in night where there was the murder on the road yeah right. that was weird yeah but
2: but this is this is one of the better highlander episodes and, sure. it's
0: got, and it's got what's her name from uh, house of cards and oh, oh that's right. right that's the other thing about this episode. oh don't get you
2: yeah so
0: yeah you sure you don't want to make it a five now yeah it's a five star <laughs> episode <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> five finger episode <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> sorry listeners five
2: fingers of wrath <laughs> great tv series i rate 10 out of 10 I like TV show just as much as Highlander films, part one through three, <laughs> and part five, The Source. I'm a huge fan what? of both Highlander and its original creator, Gregory Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> My least ha- favorite Highlander film, Endgame 2. Biggest Highlander sins, one, killing off Connor, two, no, Gregory Whedon, involvement, unlike some of movies, an original <laughs> TV series <laughs> with Duncan Connors co-sin.
1: Oh my god. Wait, was that the comment?
2: That was the comment. So
1: wait, the, it, are so you are timeless, you representing right? that there is actually a hint as to what episode this is in there or is that <laughs> just I am the, not. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just making sure This is
2: just nuts. <laughs> okay.
1: The thing that's nuts yeah. about
0: it is that they like Highlanders 1 through 3 and The Source. Yes. as much as they do the show and well, somehow think Endgame is the worst of all of them.
2: Two biggest Highlander sins, one killing off Connor, two no Gregory Whedon. Who wasn't Venet. involved
0: in any of them except for the first one. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Homeland.
2: Good <laughs> <laughs> guess, but no. Keith?
0: Uh, I said timeless.
2: Uh, timeless. No. So here are the choices. One, Homeland. <laughs> oh, no, <know> it's yeah. <laughs> not that. Two, Double Jeopardy. Or three, The Immortal Kimoli. The Immortal Double Jeopardy. Oh, Keith got it. Oh. Duh. You guys uh, are tied.
1: Damn straight.
2: But let's talk about the Immortal Chimoli, which I really liked that episode.
1: I did too. Everyone gave that a three point five. That it's was solid. Like, it's a solid episode across the board. It's fun. Has a good villain. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is one of my favorite villains of the entire series. In it,
0: it's funny that that's a three point five compared to some
1: other ones. I wonder. I don't yeah. know. But it is like it's like it's the mom angle solid. is
2: a little goofy.
1: Nothing yeah. about it except for the villain knocks my socks off. Oh yeah. But like, I like the idea that there's someone who's like. Approaching this thing kind of amorally and just thinks it's his duty to participate in this game. I think that's a great hook for a villain.
0: Yeah, he's captivating on screen, too. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. he's like a human Xanax. He's so, like, chill. <laughs> and then pairing it up with, like, this idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking
0: dope. Yeah,
1: it's that's a good episode. Dope. It's a must-see, I would say. I, I would call it a must-see, yeah. yeah. Although it's,
0: like, not essential viewing, but it's a it's a good one. Yeah. To me like it's it's very uh much like till death, which is like skippable, but I feel like it's a great use of the Highlander concept. And I feel like oh the immortal Jamal is a good use of the the format.
2: Oh, I remember it was the, the circus bit with Amanda that I also thought kind of dragged the episode down. Especially the ending. The ending where there's throwing Mac knives. And Amanda are in the circus.
1: In Russia, man. Yeah, it's dumb. I was like nah. It's stupid. Nah. Yeah.
2: Hot damn. Imagine having Amanda puttering around your kitchen and her undies making you dinner. Heaven.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh oh, what episode is that? Gross. Ta- uh, reunion?
2: No. Damn it. Double Eagle? Yes. Uh,
1: nice. Uh, Majang! Majang! <laughs> majang! This is a funny episode. It's not, like, amazing. This but is, it's funny. It it's is fun. Funny. It's a good way to spend some time.
2: Yeah, the guest star is really great.
1: I love the sneezing. Though I gotta yeah. say, apparently I didn't think it was that good when we saw it the first time. I gave it a 2.5. Jesus! <laughs> I apparently uh, really ragged on this. I think I would
2: revise that upward. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a 3.
1: I think it's a 3, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's
0: funny because, like, well, what did you give one of the other comedy episodes? Like, Vendetta... You gave that a two? So did everyone else, though. That episode sucks. But Double (laughs) Eagle's way better than (laughs) Vendetta.
2: Well, what about uh, Till Death?
0: That we thought was the best funny episode, Yeah,
2: Kyle gave that a three. But Till Death is a lot better than Double Eagle, at least in my opinion. Maybe not in Kyle's. I would
1: revise Till Death up to 3.5, and I think I'd revise Double Eagle up to a three. Right. I think if I were doing this again.
2: Double Eagle up to a three.
1: Double Eagle also
0: relies on that, like... Nobody gives anybody information. So that's part of the comedy. It's like, Duncan, why don't you just tell her what happened? I think that was the thing that
1: bothered me so much about it. It was that just no one spoke, and that was comedy. That, and I hated that coin flip. Oh, Oh. I love that digital (laughs) Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. (laughs) Bing. I'm really wondering what I had to say about that episode live that made me so mad. 2.5 is a bad score for an episode I do think is kind of funny.
2: Duncan should be glad he didn't marry Deborah. That bitch didn't listen. Ah. This comment was, <laughs> left, was left by Truth Dog, and yes, it is Homeland. <laughs> truth
1: Dog! I'm surprised the he's not the um, Truth Dog Dropping some truth bombs on you. And he called yeah. her a
0: bitch? Yep. Why?
2: Because he's an asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, he's a bad person. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: He's a truth dog, Keith. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yay. <laughs> Bow, wow, yippee-yo, <laughs> yippee-yay.
0: I like this episode.
2: Yeah, this it's is a good, good one. one. This is a good a opener. This is a solid ep. Yeah bonnie portmore is in there didn't we want to hear that again uh, i'm a huge, uh,
1: I am a huge sucker for all the stuff related to like his dad's sword it's oh, cool. like all that shit's great yeah i like that we get a mac origin story i hate rachel mccloud
2: <laughs> that's the
0: worst part about it is that she's like unreasonably mean and yeah, she's, like, she's
2: the, just, the one like... in that that's a b word
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> true like you know they just like turned it on too much for her like her being skeptical of him at first totally great that's fine. But instead she's like, fuck you, and the <laughs> horse you rode in on. Now you're my cousin and I want to have sex with you. That's right. Mac also fights Wolverine in that episode, right? That's true. Yeah.
2: That's also true. Duncan McLeod, the only man who can look badass in a net turtleneck.
1: Um every episode. Double ever. Jeopardy? Yeah.
2: yeah. No. Good guess.
1: The Colonel? No. <laughs> Damn.
2: Here are your clues. Promises the innocent or timeless. Timeless. No. Damn it promises yes
0: damn
1: it damn it damn it
2: kyle is pulling ahead somebody like that episode more than other people that would be me
1: <laughs> i give it a four you wow, guys give it two point and and five. so which was this again the uh this
2: is with um kasim kasim, kasim. yes with okay i hate it fake this ass beard
0: Give <laughs>
2: <it> <laughs> sunday school and like duncan mcleod international espionage assassination
0: yeah this episode's pretty fucked and i can't believe i give it a four <laughs> uh we called you on it at the time <laughs> let's let's reach back a bit here and can we talk about uh
2: let's reach around a bit
0: that's <laughs> yes, right what's the what's the episode this is just a duplicate of warmonger warmonger so what do we give warmonger which is a season
2: 2 episode so keith you gave warmonger a 4 <laughs> as did kyle and i gave it a two. Oh my god wow that's so, one of our biggest discrepancies that so is i
0: think but also like so let's compare them like would do you think warmonger is a better episode than promises
1: one yes <laughs> two my four in that episode is prorated for the fact that it's season two to an extent you know what i mean like so it's I, a
0: four for season two
1: absolutely right. yeah and i still think it's a better episode than this one is this one, people are <laughs> behaving way unreasonably, and Mac makes a lot of undefensible choices in it in a mm-hmm. way he does not in Warmonger. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a little about the difference between, like, misfeasance and nonfeasance. You know, before, he, the promise he made was, just leave me alone. Right. I'm going right. to go do my thing. You go live your life, and I'll do you this favor. He makes a promise to essentially kill someone, to Kasim, and then is, like, beating himself up over not keeping it. and it's, Yeah. It's a, it's a bad look. Yeah. Bad look all around. He got I
2: that shoe guy. Yeah, <laughs> he d- does have that shoe guy. <laughs> That's your guy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's He's an annoying- so funny though. Who's a more annoying character, the shoe guy or the reporter? In oh. <laughs> Wait, the the trash is Wormonger the one with Tribune? the reporter? The yeah, reporter?
1: it is. When are you going to get to know me? Yeah. In the biblical sense. Ooh. That shit, that perm. That, that one also on had Monster Mash.
0: Oh, that's right. He Batmacks Monster Mash. <laughs> Fucking lurch in the embassy.
2: He Monster Mash. <laughs> that's incomprehensible. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking sure they about. they do. They
1: listen. They know all the jokes. Monster Mash.
2: <laughs> Batmax Monster Mash. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's some real inside baseball here. I mean, yeah, maybe Either. Warmonger or is a better episode. Also, insofar as there are points to be given for concept, the points go to Warmonger.
0: I guess. But, because, but right. that's
1: where the concept is developed. This is just a repeat. But you repeat.
0: say, like, he's got indefensible actions in Promises, right? Correct. I mean, yeah, but, like... Well, I might call his actions in Warmonger indefensible as well. It's like, you made a promise to some dude like 80 years ago, and he's a fucking murderer. Like, shut up. Like, get off your high horse that you've kept this promise. There like, I telling, find that a little indefensible. You're, there you're telling
1: him to get off his high horse and go murder someone. That's I mean, that's the end of that thought. Get off your high horse and go kill this guy. Wait, a
0: Warmonger? Yeah.
1: But he wants to anyway.
0: I mean, that's what that's what he does. Like, I mean... There's a guy that's murdering innocent people, and Mac is like, I refuse to stop it because I – you know, I mean, like, Mac wants to murder him. It's not – like, that's different than promises where Kasim's like, murder whoever I tell you to murder. Mac like, Mac is Oofy. already like – if if Mac didn't make that promise, he would have killed the warmonger,
1: Mr. Warmonger. Now, if Mac didn't make that promise, he would have fucked Casim in the past, and that's what he should have done. That, yeah. I mean I think is the What he should have done mm. You know And then his Bizarre decision to After everyone is already dead To go kill Hamid Yeah <laughs> I love it That's <laughs> fucked up I love it
0: It's so crazy Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's
1: literally <laughs> <So> crazy. insane <laughs> And that's also Rachel McCloud Is still hanging around Right Banging around that, Banging around With Rachel McCloud Oh I don't want to be A victim again Okay
0: the Victim of this dick
1: Who? You know I don't have any children, but I draw like a child. Problem is, <laughs> when I'm finished with my artwork, I have nowhere to, no way to hang it, no way to put it up anywhere. It's actually really disappointing.
2: Yeah, when I uh, dig through your fridge when you're not at home, I don't see any anything adorning the fridge, frankly, let alone your uh, beautiful artwork.
1: Yeah, well, that's a, a real missed opportunity. If only somebody could help me solve
2: it. I know, if only somebody had a product that would affix itself to a refrigerator Keith what do you what do you think about this issue
0: guys I've been hearing this play out I got an idea
2: really yeah I did (laughs) okay do
0: I need to sit down yeah brace yourself
2: (laughs) we'll both sit down (laughs)
0: okay good all right sitting down Down. okay Great, guys did you know the Highlander Rewatch podcast which you two are hosts on did you know we have products that wait what (laughs) excuse me yeah we offer magnets, which, last time I checked, do stick to well, most fridges.
2: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember uh, doing the artwork for those. That's oh, right.
0: That's, yeah, we yeah, did you put, have you do that. That yeah. took yeah. a long time. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't remember it.
2: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I think I remember drawing a Duncan McLeod magnet, mm-hmm. a Mythos magnet.
0: I remember you drawing the Mythos magnet a couple times. Yes, yes. <laughs>
2: multiple <laughs> times due to editorial feedback, <laughs> <laughs> an Amanda magnet, and a special Highlands barbarian duncan magnet i yeah. take
1: it you don't remember doing a joe magnet
2: and a joe magnet oh you do remember that now. the watcher yeah, yeah. The,
1: watcher. <laughs> the watcher
0: well we took that art and we stuck it onto magnets i with didn't glue. know you could do with, that yes. with glue it's it's a
2: fixed we <laughs> we glued all of them yes personally
0: but we offer a line of high quality durable highlander collectible magnets through our facebook page and through our etsy shop
1: Ooh, where can i find those
0: you can go to Etsy.com and just search for highlighter Rewatch and our magnet set will pop right up. And if you go to the desktop version of Facebook, click on the shop now button on the top of our Facebook page. The magnets are only $15 plus shipping and handling, and they will last a lifetime. Wait, $50 for all of them? All five not magnets. Not one. Not one. Not all, two. All five. Not three. Not four. But five. Wow. Wow. Wow.
2: Holy balls. That's a deal.
1: Holy (laughs) balls. (laughs) Incredible. Well, I know what my next piece of artwork is going to be. It's going to be a childlike rendition of the gas leak in Eamon's house that caused them to forget drawing. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you
2: guys?
1: (laughs) Actually, it's just going to look like your house. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I imagine the gas is invisible. That's right. And I, I live like a slob, so it's just going to be like a scribbly mess. Perfect. That is exactly within my
2: skill set. There we go. Buy our magnets today. Princess I'm with you on that. This people are such good actors that they are even funniest in this episode. I don't know if the director meant it to be funny. Tell, that, tell and, that. Oh, yep. Keith got it in. Uh, I was cracking up to a point that my child had asked me if I was all right.
0: <laughs> it's funny, but maybe not that. I mean...
2: <laughs> now, if you were laughing that much, you need to watch some comedies or <laughs> right, like... something.
1: <laughs> this Let's... is a successful comedy episode with Nikki Ward. Ward and uh, Hugh. Hugh's back.
2: Who? Who? Huh? Hugh? Who? 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 Reunion mean, I album. Do th- huh? I do think the... What's this? Roger, are there's going to be a Hugh reunion tour. That's right. And is there also an album? I thought album they were going to or... record a
0: new album, yeah. Ooh. Wow. Isn't that crazy?
1: Nuts. How yeah. old were they? Old.
2: old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Hugh stuffing cookies into his pocket is one of the funniest things that's been done on Highlander, mm-hmm. and it deserves credit for that. Absolutely. So Double Eagle, we gave a collective score of 2.8, and Till Death, 3.3. 3. Yeah, that that checks out. Yeah, I still think I would revise up to a 3.5. Yeah. Though Gina's character really bothered me in this, and I think that's why it landed at a 3. Yeah. But, like, in terms of overall entertainment value and in retrospect how much I enjoyed it, I think it's probably more in line with a 3.5. And there's a good sword fight in here. Yeah. In the beginning. just good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. They're, they're fucking kink play. Kink they're, they're play. they kink play. Yeah. yeah. Kink hey, play. whatever gets you off.
2: Behind all the deception and manipulative mythos is what? Oh, boy. <laughs> He can be sincere for the one he loves. Methuselah's Gift? No.
0: Um, uh, True Glass Darkly?
2: No. Damn it. Here are the choices. Timeless. Timeless. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. It's like, well, it's got to be the one with what's-her-face. Yeah, it took me a second to remember the name. Nah, he doesn't remember her birthday. It doesn't matter. Alexer. <laughs>
2: <Elixir>. Alexer. <laughs> <Elixir. laughs> so, what do we think of Timeless? It Has a great sword fight. I think one of the best sword fights of the season. The one at the end.
1: Yeah, that's really good. I like that one. I find Walter so off-putting. I know we <laughs> yeah. disagree on that point, point. and I find Claudia so off-putting. They're they like both off- suck.
2: They—they they're, deserve each other.
1: Yeah, it's a great concept for an episode, though. Yeah, it's thematically rich, but like something about the execution didn't quite stick the landing for me mm. Yeah, it
0: does have like a lot of unlikable characters in it
1: yeah which i think drags it down i'm ultimately comfortable with my three on it but i think its bones are stronger than a three
0: i definitely didn't mind walter as much as you guys did like you guys found him much more threatening than i did and i was like nah, yeah, he's goofy and i don't know i feel like it's like i give it a pass like i give some of the mechanics in a comedy episode it's like yeah like maybe what he does ironically is super sadistic but if you take it at like as a comedy, he's like a goofy Bugs Bunny character.
2: I wish I had that angle more. <laughs> yeah. But I sat through half the episode like being scared of the things he was doing, <laughs> so especially
1: when he like appears with like that that horrifying mask, <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, and he wears like red the whole episode, like a devil.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's I, got like
1: a real devil on your shoulder kind of
0: vibe to him. Yeah. Too. I like when they make Claudia play for them and then ignore her yeah. immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you
2: anyway. just don't done. Yeah. It's
1: just not done. Did you say you just don't done? Yeah, you, <laughs> you just, just you don't just done.
2: don't done. These YouTube comments are bleeding into your brain. <laughs> <They
1: are.
2: laughs> Speaking of which. Who's the pig in a dress at 6 minutes and 36 seconds? This is, depending on how awful a person you are, sort of a clue.
0: Oh, God is going to tell us a lot about us, isn't it? And who's the <laughs> yep. pig at 6 minutes?
1: Uh, I'm, like, scared to give an answer now. I'll guess chivalry? i guess the colonel. No. no. <laughs> All right.
2: So here are the clues. Reluctant heroes, till death, or double jeopardy?
1: Double jeopardy. No. Damn it. Okay. Reluctant Heroes?
2: Yes. God. Who's the pig in the dress? The Queen of England.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my, my God! God. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best reveals (laughs) we've had the entire time the queen of fucking england
2: amazing that's unfortunate
1: let's talk about it uh so this one features the biggest villain of the entire series uh markham
2: yeah markham that piece of shit (laughs) gets his
1: wife killed and then blames mac for it
2: yeah and because he's like double dealing some shifty scheme but he had the
0: dream of opening a supermarket
2: yeah we somehow gave this episode 3 still. I think it was because we the all board. loved the villain. The, the, Kidman. the actual villain. Kidman, right? Yeah, he's Kidman. great. He's really good. And there's that sexy uh, affair with the FBI agent.
0: Oh yeah, and they're making out in the interrogation room. Blah blah blah. blah
1: which is insane. <laughs> Everything about that episode is insane.
0: It's fucking crazy. It's kind of like Leader of the Pack level of like bananas, but it has like somehow charisma.
1: Yeah, and the flashbacks are terrific. With that fucking pig, the
0: Queen of England. <laughs> oh, that's right. The flashbacks are great. And because Kinman's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, he's so over the top obnoxious and then like kills his friend. Oh, it's like that's great. That's a good sword of fighting it too. A couple.
0: Yeah. And then he's, they're
1: shooting, shooting around in the, the pigs? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> The pig carcasses or whatever they What's
0: are? the villain's name in that? Well, besides Kinman. Who's the mob? Oh, I don't remember. But, like, even that, none of that shit makes sense. It's like, why is this guy involved in, like, loans for a supermarket? And it's not even a supermarket. It's like a little corner store.
1: Bodega? Yeah. And then why is he hiring an international assassin to kill a supermarket <laughs> <Right>? owner? <laughs> Over, like, what must be, in the scheme of
0: things, not that much money. Like, it seems like he might be paying the assassin more than he's owed
1: by Markham. Gotta send a message.
2: Keith is ahead by one point.
1: woo Well done
2: oh right this episode is another reason to hate amanda
1: the colonel no shit reunion yes fuck all right you wait won. why do
0: you hate amanda in that episode
2: i mean why would because you Because of her permissiveness with kenny
0: oh i guess
2: i, I guess. don't know
0: huh maybe they just don't like people that steal bred. that's mm-hmm. possible it's a
1: real valjean situation. valjean yeah so Valjean. this is a better
2: episode than the first one with kenny the lamb absolutely Keith gave it a 3.5. Huh. Kyle gave it a 2.5. And I gave it a 3.
0: There's no reason for
1: Anne to be in this episode, right, if I recall? Yeah. She's also kind of defending Kenny, like, doesn't want him to get into trouble. But you're right. Anne really isn't functional, because Amanda's also trying to defend Kenny.
0: Oh, and then there's the fucking sailor dude in this episode, right? Yeah. That's great. That's pretty good. That that gives this episode, I think, that's maybe where we gave those points. He's good. Because Mac leaves him to starve yeah. on, an on an island, island. for 100 years and... Somebody wrote us in and told us how many times he died. Right. Which yes. Which is awful.
2: That was insane.
0: Oh, and this was crazy because, like, Kenny handcuffs Amanda. Yeah. Sexy, but, uh, <laughs> sorry. I guess he wants to bang her. That oh, that's oh and he weird. kisses her.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah
0: that's also creepy. Guys, I'm going to jerk off right now. That's <laughs> very
2: creepy. So i Keith's doing that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm done. Don't worry.
2: Oh, okay. That was fast. Mythos is clever and always says and does the best way.
0: <laughs> always says and does the best way. That's I right. wish these were T-shirts in the Highlander catalog. Mythos, <laughs> Mythos. always says and does the best way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, write us in, listeners. Should these be T-shirts? Yes. Let us know. So I think we can make. The, I think we're allowed to make that into a T-shirt.
2: Yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah. Mythos says and does the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll sell one of those to me. Not
2: one minute to midnight.
0: Uh, chivalry.
1: Yes. yo, yeah. Damn, Keith. Let's talk about chivalry. Chivalry. Stinks. <laughs> this is the rare one where I have the highest score at 2.5.
2: This is the one where Mac's old girlfriend gets into the mix.
1: That's right. And then bangs around with Richie. That, and and that it's graphic. She pull. sucks his dick on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that basically happens. Yeah. The whole thing's insane. The strong parts <laughs> of this are mythos sending the message about, like, you know, you like the system of honor that was big when you were a kid. The rest of it, though, is weak sauce.
2: Yeah, I don't like well
1: Max definitely her sexist.
2: portrayal. She just seems like a crazy woman character.
1: I was
0: thinking about this recently. Like, I wish she wasn't as crazy seeming. I feel like maybe buried in this episode, like to revise my opinion of it a little bit. Like, I feel like there's something interesting about her being older, right? Like that's not addressed in the episode. Like they cast someone who's not. Like, she could be 32 years old, but they didn't cast a 32-year-old. They cast a 54-year-old. And I feel like there's something interesting, like, when Mac leaves her for, like, the painter. Like, that's what she throws in Mac's face. Like, oh, like, she's younger than I am. Like, I I don't know. I think there's supposed to be some sort of commentary about younger women. Because, like, she also gets jealous of Richie. Like, oh, what are you, fucking that model? And he's like, no, that's, like, my foster sister. Like, what are you, crazy? Yeah. And, I mean, I do think they make her a little off the rails, but I think, I think somewhere buried in here, and I just don't think it comes out in the script. I don't know. It seemed like maybe that was part of the initial concept of this episode, but I think it's like supposed to be a commentary on like older women or something. Uh, but yeah, she's fucking bananas.
2: There's a cool mythos moment
0: where he gets paint on his nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he
2: like. Is like, hey, fuck it. You should just, like, kill her, no matter what. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what does he say when he kills her? I was born between, before chivalry or something like that? Something Point. like that, yeah. yeah. It's badass when he kills her. Yeah. Because yeah. Duncan can't do it. Dunky. Dunkey. Because he's sexist, and he yeah. says it. He even knows it. Oh, and there's a great dummy fall when Ritchie flies out the yes. window <laughs> in his
1: purple suit yeah. using Robert's soul footage. Nefertiri, though, so... That was lies. You know, awesome. Lies.
2: Max should have filled that guy with bullets just for his bad acting.
1: The Colonel? No. Uh Double Jeopardy. No.
2: Damn it. Here are the clues. One minute to midnight. Methuselah's gift. Promises. One minute to midnight. Yes. So we talked about this a bit already. This is the finale
1: slash opener to season five. I loved it. Five Heath, for this is a five star I thought it was rest, great. you and i had this only at 3.5 it's a strong episode i think that could
2: be stronger but just compare it to finale part two it's like, night and day compared yeah to that finale part two blow me the f away and this one i liked it i thought it was a good episode but it didn't get me in the in the feels as much and it huh. didn't make me feel as epic
0: interesting do you think that's yeah. like a lot of location stuff Maybe like, do you think if they just set this differently? Because I feel like in some ways it's dealing with some of the same themes on a grand scale. It's like with the in Finale Part Two, it's like we're going to expose the world to the Immortals, which is like a big deal. And one minute to midnight, it's like the Watch organization, like everything's going to fall apart, and there's going to be a war between the Watchers, and like that's pretty big. But it does take place in like small rooms, All not small on the not, like not there's not a sword fight on the Eiffel Tower. Also, it's kind of funny because there's not an immortal in this. I mean. There's not an immortal villain the way there is, like, Callus,
1: Right. No. It's like in Jacob, fact, who's it,
0: his friend, and, like... Like, they don't actually fight. No, they That's never fight. Yeah. It's a good
1: way to flip the script in some ways. Yeah.
0: Because in some ways, I feel like it does tick the boxes the Finale does, but it's it's smaller. I would agree, it does have less impact. Finale Part 2 is great.
2: Yeah, Finale Part 2 is, like, a real barn burner. Although, I guess the house is burned down in one minute to midnight, so... That's true. <laughs> that is that going for it. Hmm. The bad guy looks like Jimmy Fallon in the browser picture. <laughs>
0: Kyle's favorite comedian. <laughs> Judgment Day.
2: No, but here are the clues: Is it Brothers in Arms, Double Jeopardy, or Double Eagle? Double Jeopardy. Yes.
0: Who's in the browser picture? In Double Jeopardy.
2: Xavier Saint Clair. That guy looks like... You <laughs> should have
1: that one. That is false. <laughs>
2: that is absolutely false. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> James Fallon. I can see how we were led astray. All right, Double Jeopardy. This is a episode that was pulled out of the season four continuity for scheduling reasons, yeah. essentially and budgetary reasons this episode it stinks <laughs> this episode is not good though it does have xavier st cloud in it as a pilgrim and that's that's, that's wasted. true wasted it's a yeah.
2: thanksgiving episode <laughs> is keith, this our lowest rated this...
1: episode keith you gave this a fucking one yeah i just said it's a shitty episode i gave it a three what the fuck <laughs> fascinating all around
2: <laughs> this is the one where vince yelled at me on facebook <laughs> i can't believe you gave this episode a three Andy. the
0: villain is terrible Yeah, he's he's not interesting. And the entire joke
1: about doubles is Xavier Double (sighs) and Mac fucking the, not fucking the FBI agent or whatever it is. Right?
2: I've seen doubles before.
1: (laughs) I've seen double Japanese I can't remember the last time I ate on a boat.
2: (laughs) Usually being Duncan's friend is a death sentence. This guy begged him to do it and he didn't.
1: Through a glass darkly? Yes.
2: All his other buddies got the chop. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, so let's talk about this. This is a real clunker.
2: It has a uh, guest appearance by F. Braun McAsh.
1: That's true. Would they you like innkeeper. your dinner? I also, <laughs> I also gave this a one.
2: Dinner this is terrible. Soon. This is a
0: bad episode. I've given, I think, more ones in season four than I've in other seasons, which is kind of crazy because season four is a better season than most.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but again. But we're putting us on that we're, curve. We're pro- prorating them a yeah. little bit. This is a weak sauce episode. Those flashbacks. The entire struggle in this episode is nuts.
2: I mean, the Rashomon angle's interesting, but they don't really do it to its ultimate potential.
0: Yeah. This is another dark episode. You guys complained about Judgment Day being dark and boring. This is dark and boring
1: in some ways. Yeah, I know, and I gave it a
0: 1.5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure Eamon described this as a dark, boring episode and gave it a 3. So I think we're all on the same page, but... Amen, would you revise your score on this?
2: I'd definitely probably bump it down to a two.
1: Yeah, that was a real back to back clunker fest on those two.
2: B2B CF, back to back clunker fest.
1: Yeah, skip those. Just skip them.
2: Skip them, unless you want to see F. Brom
1: That one just has so many mechanical problems. It is such a hard time getting from point A to point B that yeah. it's like almost inexcusable.
0: And they throw in Alexa's death at the beginning.
2: <laughs> Alexa's death.
0: <laughs> to me, this is like, I don't know her birthday.
2: Whatever. McLeod is great in this. I would love to have a friend like his by my side if I were to face a jury like this. Uh, Judgment judgment Day. day. Fuck. Keith said it first.
0: Yeah, he did. I would like to have a friend like him by my side when I'm convicted and and, going to be murdered. Like, he fails. Yeah, he doesn't pull it off.
2: Nope. He leaves you to die.
1: (laughs) He does. He doesn't even show up to rescue in time. Nope. You're fucked. He tried. Not hard enough. I mean, how many inmates? How many death row inmates have you rescued?
2: How many death row records have you rescued? Mm, now
1: we're talking. This is a quality episode in its way, but <laughs> it's way. in its way, just not a very high quality way. Like give it a two point five. I know it's like the <laughs> the episode has good bones and just does not deliver on them. Do you think it's better than Promises? They're similar. I think that they because you gave Promises a two point five. Yeah, they're similar in the sense that they have a good core. It's like there's something intelligent going on there.
2: They do a lot of ab workouts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but just an utter miss in terms of <laughs> the way it plays out. Mm.
2: But like an interesting moral question at the core. Sure. On yeah. a side note, Roddies are fun animals. Leader of the pack. Yes. Fuck. So, it's tied, and I don't have any more questions. Hey, so look at that.
1: Was the colonel ever said You tied. It was. Oh, all right, then. All right, well, I'll, I'll move with that. It's okay. Congratulations, We're
2: tie. gentlemen.
0: That means we've both both been pulling our weight on the show, I think. With
2: this many questions, I just was convinced there wouldn't be a tie.
1: Oh, sure. Very yeah. nearly wasn't.
2: Yeah. Good job, the guys. The winner of the pack
1: is probably the best of the ridiculous Highlander episodes it's we've It's the done best
2: so far. of the worst. Absolutely. It's so
1: much fun. This
2: bitch is in heat.
1: Yeah. It's just outrageously funny.
2: He was supposed to kill the boy. The boy. I just love Canis's ridiculousness. He wears a dog collar. The house. <laughs> the house fucking floating. I forgot all about that. Oh god, that's so stupid. All the stuff with Anne is terrible. Is that the one where Anne gets the house? No, that's the blitz. The Blitz, she gets the house. That's so this see, is I'd the actually one where guess, the house
1: floats. Yeah. yeah. I would guess this one because I remember the house was yeah. important, on, but on the one that was actually the Blitz. I don't know. This episode, I think, is totally skippable, but I think it's essential viewing. Like, I would never leave this out no. of a rewatch. It's worth watching. Because it's just that completely insane. And Mac bangs the queen. Yeah. Right? Or the Duchess or the whoever Duchess. the hell she is. Yeah.
2: And that Duchess was pretty hot. It was We're a being hot gross Duchess over here. You know, mm. talking the about duchess, hot
1: Duchess, the Duchess, the Duchess. So, how did, how
0: did you guys think season four stacked up to, like, let's say season three, which we really liked?
1: I think of it as more, uh, more high quality season overall, but I don't know that it ever exceeds like the Calus cycle. Frankly. I'd agree with
2: that. Yeah, the Calus cycle is so awesome that it like kind of eclipses, I think, all the other seasons.
1: Yeah, between the the Calus cycle and like courage the samurai season three might still reign supreme over this, even though like, you know, maybe the overall quality is higher in season four. Maybe I I don't think it can overcome that.
0: I was going to say like season four, like the sea episodes are fine, but like, I I feel like there's like an epicness in season three that season four doesn't have.
1: And it starts off strong with Homeland,
0: which is epic. I think. Like, season three starts off with the samurai, which is also pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Like, this is a su- season that starts off really strong, and then I don't think quite delivers on the promise, but Promises. it's still pretty good. It is good. It it's not bad.
2: Like, no, not at all. <laughs> no, of
1: course Like, not. But it's, it's, it's very good.
2: But it doesn't, like, go out with a bang like season three,
1: I don't think. <laughs> well, especially not with the way they chose to, if you were watching it live, the way you would have seen it with it ending on joke, 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 joke. And don't, that it's just over yeah. before you know what's happening. Also, is a lot
0: of this because of them getting kicked out of Paris? Oh, Remember, yeah. didn't, they, didn't Ken Gord say like, they were kind of kicked out of the city? Is that a byproduct of like, oh, we can't film downtown, so everything's in like a chateau Maybe. in the suburbs? Like, I, just I don't feel like it has the grandness that season three has. Guys, why don't we revisit season one before we
1: close off the episode real quick? So, we went back and we added some ratings to season one and the, the first half of season two. Yeah. So, maybe we can just run down them
0: real quick. Or a few select episodes. Like The Gathering. I gave it a three, guys. You
1: gave give it a four. Well, again, pro rating for the fact that it's the first season. This makes me want to see more. And is still one of the better episodes of the first season. Hmm.
0: See, I remember and when you we got watched your it.
1: Connor McClay.
0: I was like, that was a question we asked in our very first episode. Would this make you want to watch the season? And. I was like, I don't know. like
1: You know what some wags call yeah, me? Yeah, it's like so goofy. Like, it is very goofy.
0: Like, I feel like The Road Not Taken would get me more interested in the show than The Gathering.
1: In some ways, you're right.
0: Like, I think The Road Not Taken is a great episode that, strangely, I don't even think
1: belongs in season one. It's so good.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I was a lot harder on season one than I maybe should have been.
1: Mhm. Uh, well, we can all agree, Mountain Men is the best. <laughs> Mountain Men's very which good. May have gotten, which got among my highest ratings for season one, because I think that's one of the most entertaining episodes of Highlander ever. Sure. Well, maybe we should just
0: talk about our highest and lowest rated rated episodes. So, the lowest rated episode we had for season one is Deadly
1: Medicine. Interesting. Yeah. I would have thought for sure it would be Bad Day in Building A, but
0: we can talk about that one a bit too. So, Bad Day in Building A, I gave a one two. Kyle, you gave a one. Amon, you gave it a two. Wow. And then Deadly Medicine, you also gave a 2, Eamon. Uh, I give it 1, and Kyle gave it 1.5. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Bad Day in Building A is lower. I had the numbers wrong. Bad Day in Building A was rated the lowest of season 1 with a 1.3.
1: It's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry! 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 It's terrible. The best scene in it is maybe the fairy tale scene. Yeah, Mac explaining to a child something about fairies that could be shoehorned into talking about immortals
2: do you remember when we posited that theory on facebook and somebody was like no that's not what it is you
1: posited it was related to zeist
0: (laughs) which is amazing people get so upset about that shit theory that's funny also it's a joke god damn it people like that's impossible that's not canon shut the fuck up sorry (laughs) wait zeist isn't canon yeah (laughs) (laughs) shit it's all made up (laughs) anyway but the best episode of season one was Drumroll Band of Brothers, episode 13 David Abramowitz. I we think gave it a
2: straight 4.0. Pretty 0. unimpeachable.
1: Yeah. That's a terrific one. That is good. Grayson's like a real spooky villain. He's got that luscious hair. We get to meet Darius. We met him at the convention.
2: That's true. That's true. Is that James Horan? That's
1: right. I'd say one of our most divided episodes was The Beast Below. I like he, The Beast Below. Which, I get a lot of entertainment value thinking back on it, but boy, is that a bad episode. I just like that song. 24 <laughs> hours in a standard working week. D.D. Bridgewater. That is a weird one. Mac has some uh, problematic views
0: on the mentally ill, too, and Tess <laughs> tries to straighten him out, and he doesn't give a shit. Not even a little bit. Yeah.
1: And he has no takes no ownership of the fact that Ursa killed the manager. The, killed Mr. Manager. It's all very dark. It is very dark. Very good. Let's talk about season 2,
0: guys. Best episode or the the zone is our lowest rated episode of it's
2: all time, shit. right? 1.2. Oh,
1: maybe that is, is the lowest time. rated episode of all time. It's, no, it is not. Oh, who, Obsession is. Uh, Spoiler alert. doom <laughs> outstanding <laughs> i stand by that yeah the zone is hot garbage the mac does bane that one guy doesn't he <laughs> he throws him into the. oh that that's pretty cool of,
2: like, he, boned, he bones <laughs> he bones the zone in the bone zone
0: he has that orange zoot suit suit yeah. the villain
2: Zoot suit right he
0: leaves charlie for or does charlie leave mac for who's left for dead uh, duncan mac
2: gets thrown in the river and it just goes home.
0: <laughs> <It> just goes <laughs> While home. Charlie <laughs> is like diving through the river trying to find him. And Joe interferes, as usual. He's like, oh, you've got to confirm something. In a matter is that
2: isn't even about immortals. Well,
0: I guess, well, that's the thing is like Joe thinks it's about immortals at first. For a question thinks, mark. Right. This is <laughs> fucking banana. You're going out of the
2: zone, man?
1: You're going out of the zone?
0: And Clay had lots of good stories about this because that dude, the, the guy, Zoot Suit, was like trying to be a De Niro-esque character and he was speaking real slow. And Clay's like, you have to talk faster. It's fucking TV. Yeah, And so they dubbed him.
2: Robert De Niro? That's right.
0: No fault to Clay, friend of the show. Clay does a fine job directing it, I suppose. David says it's like the worst script he's ever written. Oof. (laughs) Best episode we've rated of... Season two, on average, is... This might surprise it's you. It's a tie between the vampire and
1: counterfeit part one. Right. Wow. Isn't that crazy that the vampire's up there? I mean, I don't I mean, think you would... I think that I was more surprised that counterfeit part one was up there, oh, personally. Interesting. I love the vampire. Vampire's great. I stand by that shit. And it's a
0: great, like, standalone episode. Those was mutton chops, baby.
1: Yeah, baby. Must and watch also, chops. I think Eamon made still my favorite joke that's ever... Oh, yes, in on the podcast Greatest. that that Nikki Ward looks like a pallet swap. Oh yeah, any game.
2: <laughs> a very specific joke to a certain type of uh, viewer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nikki yeah. Ward's great, and then counterfeit part one. I mean, I think it's a good episode, right?
2: Yeah, I've seen doubles before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving is- on, season three. Let's talk about the lowest rated episode of all time.
1: Obsession.
0: Obsession. So people should take solace in that the zone is not the worst episode. Obsessionist. <laughs> it's so problematic.
2: <laughs> is that the one with the stalker and then the woman dies at the end?
0: Yeah. I don't know if he's a star. I mean, I guess he's yes. a stalker. Yeah, he's a stalker. Yes, he's a stalker. <laughs> All right.
2: All right. And Matt kicks him into a puddle or something? That's right. That's the best yeah. part where he kicks him into a best puddle. the part of the episode.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is weird. He's like a creepy guy. Kehoe. Yeah. David Kehoe.
2: And he makes a chair.
1: That's right. He makes He's a He's chair. a great chairist, yeah. which is used as a transitional element. That's why, right. why? I
0: remember that? Yeah, <laughs> good work. Like the chair stands out. That's how shitty this episode is. Yeah, what's there to talk well, about? It was a good. The chair. chair.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Duncan just didn't do his fucking superhero role. Nope, and he just lets Kehoe harass this woman to death. <laughs> to death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah, it's fucked. And he doesn't. He doesn't kill him
2: at the end either. Does it? Right. He lets yeah. him. go. He lets him go. Uh Mac's moral compass is confusing. It is. And Anne's like, fuck you, Mac. You suck. Yeah. This is one of the episodes I would point to for evidence that Anne isn't shitty and that Mac is shitty. Mac
0: yes, is super accurate. shitty.
2: Because <laughs> he's uh, uh, protecting his abusive friend in front of his potential l- hetero life mate.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. It just is not a
0: good look at all. No. no. Anne does a great job. He, She is comforting... Yeah. She tries to be proactive, but Mac is like, don't call the cops, right? Yeah. yeah. And the then, fuck? And then it's scary. And it gets, gets aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No good. Also, this has like, it also has nothing to do with the immortal game either. Not to delve more into obsession, but like, Anne calling the cops on Kehoe has n- like, that's not a game related issue.
1: No. It's like, Mac is just straight up protecting a friend. It right. It wouldn't matter if he was mortal or exactly. not. Exactly. Because it's supposed to sound like he's
0: going to be in jail for 40 years. Yeah. It's like, he needs a know. restraining order. Exactly. Best episode of season three. The Samurai. That's right. 4.7. I think that's the highest rated episode we've had. I mean, it's an epic episode. I gave it a five. And honestly, I might, if I had to revise the score, it might be on The Samurai. I might drop it down to a 4.5. Well. I, I do love it a lot, but I do remember having a lot of problems with, like, I, I don't think I like the villain. He was just like a weird and He's just kind of boring yeah yeah like he's just like give me my wife back and it's like that's it like that's that guy's thing right like yeah. i don't think he's got like my a point wife. of view yeah like he doesn't have a point of view or anything does he not really and then there's also a lot of questionable shit with max weird promise max had a lot of weird shit with promises man he should just not make them <laughs> yeah, right yeah <laughs> and now we're back to season four so we can just talk about the worst episode we rated of season four was through glass darkly no surprise there i suppose right Yeah. I mean, if you had to go through season four and say what was the worst episode, would that be your pick? Or would it be The Blitz, which was a close runner up? 1.5 for Through Glass Darkly, 1.7 for The Blitz.
2: I think The Blitz is worse.
0: I do too. It's like, it's less interesting. Yeah. Because nothing. Sorry, I was standing by Through Glass Darkly. Is the worst episode? I think so. See, but I feel like The Blitz is probably the worst episode because it's of no consequence.
1: No, but the costumes are more interesting. The set pieces are more interesting. In The Blitz? In Through a
2: Glass Darkly.
0: Right. I think Through a Glass Darkly has better costumes. Oh, that's right. There's the... That All the Scottish stuff. stuff, yeah. That actually
1: does look good. I don't know. Good.
0: I mean, if I had to pick between the two, it's like worst episode of the season. I feel like it's, I would go with the Blitz. I agree. I mean, All granted, right. those I'm were so, our... You've, you've convinced me. Yeah. Best episode of season four, what do we rate it? 4.5 for The Innocent. How about that? I stand by that. Yeah. I think that's one of the top Highlander episodes ever
2: yeah i'd agree really strong performance from Pruitt taylor vince good moral questions not a great villain but the other stuff kind of overshadows that
1: yeah and it's got more emotional punch than you'll find anywhere else punchy absolutely Hmm. that's the breakdown high low
0: so you guys excited for what's coming next which is gonna be the search for vengeance search for vengeance in
1: season five probably haven't seen that in a decade so i'm excited for that
0: yeah
2: i am too I'm excited. I'm excited to see season five. I don't think I've ever seen any of it.
0: Wow. Season five is good. Yeah. There's some real dramatic shit. Oh, snap. I've oh, cool. been
2: spoiled to a little bit of what happens in it, though. But yeah, uh, yeah. thanks, oh, wow. listeners. <laughs> yeah, how
0: would you rate our fourth season?
2: Ten Hot. stars. Ten stars. Yeah, yeah. And and we the the
0: new. We've been, have come up with a whole new rating system yeah. for the season. Stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, to we have ten of them. <laughs> yeah, and we have to re-rate all these on that scale. Now. Oh, so cool. Now, we'll That's take right. the next two hours. To yeah, Paul H, mm-hmm. we're gonna. You're gonna have a new spreadsheet.
2: Yeah, Paul. But thank you, Paul, for putting this together. Yeah, for this us. was great, brother Paul. <laughs>
0: brother Paul, Paul, that's right, brother genius.
1: Paul. You're the you're the genius we deserve.
0: And also, Paul sent us the catalog, a couple, or excuse me, the calendar.
2: Yes, thank you for that disco, too, which was very cool. It was awesome.
0: Well, thanks everybody for listening this week as we wrapped up season four. Make sure to write us in and stay tuned for our coverage of Highlander: The Search for Vengeance. And if you're curious to watch it, uh, it is available to purchase on DVD on Amazon for like seven or eight bucks, and it's also on YouTube actually. <laughs> so. Don't know what the legality of that is, but if you search for it, it's there. I can't tell you what anything past that.
2: Yeah, if you search for vengeance on YouTube, you will find vengeance. vengeance. That's right.
0: (laughs) Thanks again for listening. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle.
2: This is Amon. Bye. Bye.